8.47 and we can get up close on an issue that just continues to snowball. We spoke about it from the local paper's perspective earlier in the show. We talked about it in our domestic news briefing. We've had it in our headlines. Zhang Huang, independent legal researcher with Lawquant LLC, now looks closer at the Korean judiciary in turmoil. Good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. And it had been alleged for a while that the Korean Supreme Court had pressured judges to rule in politically sensitive cases to curry favour with the Park and administration. After months of an internal investigation, the Supreme Court just made public documents that may be evidence of power abuse by a former Chief Justice to please the Blue House, then again under ex-President Park. Is there firm proof that wrongdoing took place, though? Well, in terms of firm proof to actually get criminal convictions, probably not. I mean, far more investigation will be needed and, you know, the witnesses need to be interviewed and investigated. But in terms of optics and politics, I mean, the documents that that, that were just made public, you know, a few days ago, I think those were literally smoking guns. I mean, what these documents were show is that, you know, you know, before, we used to think that, you know, the big problem was there was a blacklist and sort of the willingness of the Supreme Court to just to go along with the political agenda of the, form, of the former Park Geun-hye administration. But what now seems is that there was sort of ex- may have been explicit quid pro quo between the judiciary and the, uh, the, the Blue House regarding the political, uh, politically sensitive cases. In some cases, may, may have, the rulings may have been, you know, actually altered to please the uh, Blue House. So, the, as you mentioned, the scandal has gotten actually snowballed. Wow. I mean, it's just another layer of potential corruption that we're talking about here. But but a layer that reaches the very heights of our legal system that's supposed to be fair, that's supposed to be uh, what we can appeal to. I mean, it was even in the Pakenhe scandal, it was the constitutional court that the nation turned to for um, upholding her impeachment. That's right. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't ultimately the people that made that decision. It was. It was judges. Yeah, I mean, if in that case, you know, Korean Constitution provided a constitutional court to actually rule in case, rule, rule in the, uh, the impeachment case, and you know, you have to wonder had it actually, you know, if the Constitution court didn't exist, or the Korean Constitution actually said the impeachment case actually goes to the Supreme Court, you sort of have to wonder what the final ultimate you know, decision would have been. So, you know, it makes you actually wonder a lot about what actually went on in the formal. Administration. What kind of documents are we talking about that form this smoking gun? So originally, I think the so, so there's an internal investigative body that was specifically formed to look into this uh, issue in the Korean Supreme Court, and I think what they're actually hoping for is that you know since there's been a long rumor of a blacklist, and that was the original allegation, you know, that politically uh, non-aligned judges were pushed aside in, in sensitive cases, and actually basically the people were looking for documentary evidence. Maybe a list of you know, judges or some you know, documents you know, re- related to you know assignment of cases and so forth. What actually emerged was you know there were a series of documents that actually laid out talking points for the Supreme Court Chief Justice when he actually met with uh, President Park Geun-hye during the last administration and actually talked about you know you know one one thing that Supreme Court wants is actually another layer of a higher court to actually ease the workload for the judiciary. And in order to get 
that it seems that you know they actually drew up a list of cases saying that hey, judiciary actually is at deciding cases that are aligned with the administration, and it doesn't quite say that those cases were specifically decided in order to curry favor uh, with the uh, former administration. You know, more investigation would be needed, but it gives a very strong you know impression that you know cases were decided in order to get what the judiciary wanted, and you know from political point of view, it really is a smoking gun. Former Chief Justice Yang Sung Tae did deliver a press conference, though, didn't he? What was his defence? Well, he categorically denied that any kind of wrongdoing was taking place, and you know, basically said that it probably was, you know, the, the fault of a few uh, rogue judges. But at the same time, he actually declined to answer any specific questions about the documents that emerged. I mean, I suppose in order to sort of. You know, cover his bag and sort of also to give you know messages to his uh, the current judges in the in the court system that you know to oppose any kind of efforts to elevate this investigation any further. But you know, in 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 the end of the day, his interview did very little to actually allay the fear or actually give any kind of justification for what what actually took place. So not particularly convincing, um, in your opinion, and perhaps in the opinion of some critics. Again, I feel so. Hesitant to, in my position, join this uh, tirade of of criticism because uh, this is a, a you know still a legal case that's ongoing and, and and we'll see what happens right, but 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 it's not looking good for him. Yeah, in the I court mean, of public opinion. Of course, I mean one, it's one thing to think about what his you know uh, legal jeopardy would be, but on the other hand. You know, it's the various, as uh, as you mentioned, the original is a sense of, you know, is the justice being done in the Korean justice system? Is the judiciary truly independent? And the kind of discussion that is going on in the Korean judiciary is a little bit shocking. Yes. The, you know, a, few, a couple of days ago, there was a meeting of high ju- senior judges in the whole court system, and basically, the majority of them, a big majority of them, actually opposed any further investigation into this case saying that this will actually jeopardize their you know, independence as judges and you know, if you kind of think about it the logic is simply you know astonishing i mean if if they're truly thinking about the independence of judiciary they should have been outraged and you know basically say, you know, call for the kind of you know full accounting of any wrongdoing that might have taken place but i think unfortunately they're sort of you know blinded by their own interest as judges to, trying to maintain just appearance not really realize well probably they realize it but they're they're sort of kind of dismissing that uh, this wrongdoing that has taken place hopefully we can believe justice will be done now one way or another uh, under this current administration and with current mood, though, I mean, what what is likely to happen? Well, you know, the, the prosecutors aren't really stepping up because they're in a kind of a tough spot, you know. And you know, prosecutors, to, to tell you the truth, have their own you know big issues of independence, including with the you know previous administration. And is there's a great doubt whether the full accounting of that has actually has taken place. And, you know, the Blue House is in a tough spot because, you know, you have you do have separation of power. So they can't just, you know, walk into the court system and say, hey, there seems to be a big wrongdoing. Let's clean the house. You know, the Blue House can't do that. So of short of, you know, having a kind of National Assembly hearings in public and actually getting all the witnesses to, you know, testify under oath, the chances of actual, you know, police or prosecutorial uh, prosecutor's office investigation into the court system 
system, it seems rather unlikely, and it just doesn't seem like there's sufficient number of judges in the judiciary to actually, you know, implement the kind of the self-reform that will be needed. And finally, where does it leave the Korean justice system? Well, it's a little pessimistic at this point. I mean, you know, it's conceivable that a few judges might actually be, you know, prosecuted and even, you know, convicted. But it doesn't seem like it is as of now. You know, the, the no pun intended, but the the wheels of justice doesn't do not seem to be, you know, turning to, and it doesn't point to the kind of towards the direction where a full accounting of what is what has happened is taking place. So I think you know. The few token cases might be prosecuted and maybe that might have some you know corrective influence in the future cases but it's a little doubtful that any kind of meaningful reform will take place at the end of the day john huang independent legal research with law quant llc thank you for bringing well your own legal expertise but also your usual commentary on both domestic and international affairs thank you very much